Hi, hello everyone. Welcome to Haven on Earth. If you're listening for the first time, I'm glad that you're here. And if you're joining us again, welcome back. It's Mofel Luar here, and we're just basically going to be doing kind of like a continuation of the past two episodes. So please, if you haven't listened to those, please go back and listen to episode two and three. And listen to episode one. It's an introduction to Haven on Earth. It helps you to know what the podcast is about and basically what you can expect. So I want to finally end this series on the God of the Anxious. And our last topic is don't worry. So then what? I mean, it's so easy to tell people not to worry. And we already went over saying that God loves us and he cares for us and he doesn't want us to be worried about anything. The Bible says be anxious about nothing cast your cares upon the Lord there's so many scriptures that just tell us to trust 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 so don't worry and trust God but how what do you do in the present in the here and now what do you do in the process in the moment when these anxious thoughts come when you're anxious when you're fearful how do you combat it in the moment Now, um, the dictionary describes anxiety as a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease about something, and uncertainty, and describes fear as an unpleasant emotion caused by the threat of danger, pain, or harm. So basically, anxiety and fear are feelings, emotion, it's a thing of the mind. Now, um, I don't know how many of us know this, but man is tripartite. I hope I'm pronouncing that well. In nature, meaning that we have, <coughs> sorry, that meaning that we have spirit, soul, and body. Our soul or mind is the place of our consciousness, our will, our emotions, and the spirit is our nature so our spirit often detects the thoughts that will come from our mind because um the nature that you have tends to dictate what you think and how you act but you know how they always say the mind has a will of its own yes so first john 4 verse 4 says we are of god little children and we have overcome them for greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world now in our spirits we're exactly like god the part of you that is born again at salvation is your spirit i'm sure we know that your flesh is not born again like you don't go back into your mother's room and get reborn as a baby you're basically the same in the flesh and your mind hasn't undergone any transformation sorry guys i think i have a cold so don't mind my voice this night your mind hasn't undergone any transformation so the part of you that is born again in court or renewed is your spirit 
so at salvation the kind of spirit that is that you receive is the spirit of god the bible says if any man be in christ is a new creature so your spirit is the new creation your spirit is the part of you that is new and transformed so like first and foremost for we know that in our minds sorry in our spirits we have overcome the world and whatever is on our inside is greater than what is on the outside so how do we get our mind to acknowledge it the first step like i said is to trust you can only feel safe with somebody that you trust it's like going for surgery and you don't trust your doctor research has shown that surgeries have a higher success rate when the patient fully trusts your doctor so it's like if you don't if you know that somebody has your cure but you don't trust them why would you take it in the first place so we've gotten past the point of belief so i'm not talking about people that don't believe in god that's what i want to clarify so you believe in god and you know in your spirit that you're just like god but how do you get your mind to acknowledge it when fear comes romans 12 1 to 2 and just let me get my bible It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational act of worship, and be not conformed any longer to this world, but be transformed and progressively changed by the renewing of your mind so that you will prove for yourself what is the will of God, that which is good and acceptable and perfect, amplified as in his purpose and plan for you. So, the next thing is to renew your mind. There's that saying that you are what you eat, what you feed your body, is equally as important as what you feed your mind you're constantly on twitter keeping up with happenings around the world keeping up with news reports and whether you realize it or not you unconsciously develop a cynical fearful approach to life your thought process would be wired towards bad news it's like you're always expecting something to go wrong you're the one that knows where there is earthquake where there's problem where they are killing people because this is what you're feeding your mind on so your mind is constantly filled with dread anticipation fear bad news and that can lead to a lot of anxiety depression and frustration it's also like being around insecure people after a while their insecurity catches up to you like have you ever been around a paranoid mom So my mom is the kind of person that is super paranoid. Like if you go out on your own and she hasn't heard from you by a certain time, say like 6 p.m., she starts calling you. If your phone is turned off, she calls all your friends that she knows. And God, she help you that she can't reach your friends. She starts calling all the family members like you have misplaced or something. And she doesn't want to know what you were doing. So after a while, I just 
anytime is past six, I just get very, very anxious or very, very conscious of the fact that I'm still outside. I'm not in my house yet. It's like my mind now starts playing scenarios like what if something happens to me because I've been around my mom for so long. It's, it's kind of like her paranoia has gotten to me. So being around insecure people can affect you as well. So it's very important that we renew our mind and not just renewing our mind, but renewing our mind on the right stuff. Philippians 4 8 says, Finally, bread delivers whatsoever is true, honorable, worthy of respect. Whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good report, if there is any excellence, if anything is worthy of praise, think continually on these things. So, what you think on is important what you feed your mind is important feeding your mind on the right stuff renewing your mind with the word of god can help you curb anxiety what you think on is important so rather than filling your mind with fear by staying around insecure people by constantly watching the news being on social media allowing yourself to be intimidated by other people by listening to music by um what do they call them ghost people all this depressing music why not fill your mind with the word of god listen to audio bible listen to christian music listen to things that uplift you think on the word of god meditate on the word of god the more you meditate on the word of god the more your default thought process is tailored towards God, tailored towards the kingdom, tailored towards things that make you happy, basically. Another thing is, words have the power to stop thoughts. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, the power of life and death is in the tongue, and those who know of this, we eat the fruits or something like that. Um, whenever you have a particular train of thought, speaking can interrupt it so let's do a quick mind exercise let's count from one to ten one two three four now say purple that stops your train of thoughts so confessing and declaring over your life when scary thoughts coming can be very helpful so when you have those thoughts that try to bog you down and drown you confessing the right things can be very helpful so you confess the word of god to combat every negative thought when the bible when the devil comes and tells you you're not going to make it in life you're working a 15k job your friends are working an 80k job you tell yourself and you speak out loud and you speak over yourself that God makes everything right in his own time and the Bible has said that we do not have a father 
who does not care about the feelings of our infirmity. Our Father is the Father of all good things in which there is no doubt, no shadow of turning. And every good and perfect gift comes from God. And at my own time, at the right season, God will provide something perfect for me. So just speak these words and you find yourself encouraged after a while. Another thing is praying. Praying is communicating with God. And God is the one who knows and attends to our needs. So instead of worrying about it, why not just talk to God? You know how people say that a problem shared is a problem half solved? How much more sharing a problem with the person that has the solution? That's not a problem half solved, it's a problem completely solved. Philippians 4 6 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, in prayer and supplication, make your request unto God. So rather than overthinking and stressing, why not just talk to God? He's there for you. He has the answer. You can go on meeting. Why worry when you can pray? The fourth thing I'll say is be proactive. Have to-do list, plans for your day, plans for your week, plans for your month, long-term goals, goals of five years, goals of 10 years, obviously praying along as you make these plans. This can be very helpful because you can follow a routine. So rather than having impromptu tasks just crash through your whole day or working with frazzledness and confusion and anxiety, you literally can follow a list of things that you need to get done every day. This helps you set your mind in order and put your thoughts under control. Also, speak to someone. You could speak to somebody that you feel can listen and offer good advice, like a mentor or a good friend. Now, don't speak to somebody who's just as anxious or scared as you are, like I said insecurity has a way of rubbing off say you have a friend that is also going through a similar problem or the same problem as you are going through speaking to that person about it might not help it will rather just increase both your anxiety levels so speak to someone a trusted friend a trusted mentor maybe somebody that you know has gone through whatever situation you're in and has overcome that could really help I just want to remind you that God loves you. There's so many plans that he has for you and the devil is constantly trying to steal your joy, steal your peace. But God is there. He's ready to listen. He's with arms open wide, always wanting to receive you, always wanting to give you that comforting, warm feeling in his presence. You just have to surrender. So yeah, guys, this is where I'm going to end it. I know I sounded really tired and um, I think I rushed through this episode a bit. I'm really sorry. I promise you that the next episode is going to be so much more better. I'm trying to get a hang over a couple of things, noise reduction, compression. Thankfully, um, Ebon, the person that also made the sounds, 
the background sound and the intro and outro is helping me with that. Have great friends, guys. So be sure to check us out on Instagram at Haven on Earth Online to drop your questions or your contributions. Thanks for listening, guys. God loves you and so do I.